This is Color Speak, unveiling truth for light. Hi, I'm your host, Janet Huxley, also known as author J.M. Huxley. Welcome to this first podcast to unveil truth and uplift you. Here you will find truth talk for relevance restoration, social influence, and dynamic purpose in all places and all seasons. Here we will unveil truth for color. So what do I mean by that? Imagine a monotoned world. How boring would that be? It's a good thing our God loves us, enough to give us a little color, enough to remind us of His investiture in us, enough to urge us to remember our relevance in color. This changes perspective, doesn't it? Now imagine a place where we can come together and talk about what God is doing to assure us He hasn't gone missing from the planet. A place where miracles can be brought into greater light and stories told would connect us to the truth of who God is and who we are in Him. A place where we can affirm each other and our God. A place to talk about supernatural color. Let's encourage one another to relevance here. Let's tell our stories. Let's hear what God is doing to remind us He's still intricately involved in every detail of our lives. Listen, we all need to be reminded of proper perspective now and again. We need encouragement from one another. We need to be mindful of our relevance. To be reminded we have sacred purpose in all seasons. That we are supposed to be socially influential. Sometimes it bears repeating that God really does have our backs. We need to be assured of it. He is constantly and wildly confirming His devotion to us. With this proper perspective, we can be encouraged to speak truth and unveil light. What makes this podcast any different from the literal thousands you have to choose from? Perspective and truth? Here, we are going to see beyond what we can see. This podcast is all about empowerment, but it looks a little different than most. This will be a podcast all about what you can do, the impossible, but not on your own. This will be about what you can do with God. It will be about honing your communication skills and sharpening your faith. We'll throw in miracle stories as often as possible to help you do that. And that will be all of the time. I started to do this prologue thing a little differently, but my daughter absolutely insisted I tell you my own story first. So I am now re-recording the first prologue that left this out. If you stick around, you'll hear a lot of them. Stories. I'm taking Rachel's advice. Which is sort of interesting, considering how I am all about stories. I should have thought of this myself. It's what I want to encourage you when considering your own relevance, social influence, and dynamic purpose, your own stories. First up is my rainbow story. So you'll know I have supernatural evidence that what I say here is true. In fact, this podcast is all about this kind of stuff and all about the rainbow, so to speak. It was what God used to message me, to show me he's in love with me. I'm a little rainbow obsessed to tell you the truth. Color matters. It matters for you too. And you know what? God is in love with you too. 
Okay, so Rachel wants me to tell you about the plane crashes as well. They preceded that first rainbow. You see, for a while, planes kept falling out of the sky on me. And here's the part where I should add the obvious, that dark skies precede rainbows most of the time. It was horrible how those planes would fall from above and head straight for me. I had those nightmares regularly because a plane did fall out of the sky on me. Not exactly on me, but on my hometown, and it seemed a harbinger of things to come, to tell you the truth. I was in the eighth grade in 1978 when a 727 fell out of the skies above me. PSA Flight 182 collided with a Cessna on approach to Lindbergh Field in San Diego, killing all passengers on board the two planes and seven people on the ground, a total of 144 people. 22 homes were also destroyed, and my family knew people that passed away, both on the plane and on the ground. At school at this time, I was completely undone, as if the earth had tilted off its axis and the sun was out of full reach, even though I hadn't seen a thing, because everybody was outside talking about it. Some of my classmates had witnessed the explosion in the sky. I'd later learn the ensuing mushroom cloud following the jet's impact with the earth occurred just miles from my house. I really thought it was the end of the world. You see, I believed it a harbinger of things to come. Which is why it was so strange then, a decade later, my father died in a commercial plane crash too. And then, not long after that, I took a job flying as an airborne traffic reporter. Notice the word airborne. That means I was in the sky to do my reporting, which seems a strange thing to do for a woman who was sort of freaking out over plane crashes. And wouldn't you know it, then I had my own emergency landing in San Diego, black smoke billowing out of the back of the aircraft, given clearance to land at Miramar Naval Air Station, the whole nine yards. A couple of weeks passed, and the irony continued. I was at home following a night of trick-or-treating with my two-year-old son, Taylor, and had taken the morning off. That's when I received a call the Metro Network's plane carrying a couple of my colleagues had gone down off I-5 in Solana Beach. There were no survivors. One of them was a precious friend. The whole flying thing, associatively, wasn't going well for me. Fast forward a few years, I'd relocated to Kansas City as a single mom of five and had married again. Kevin and I had eight kids between us. Kelsey, who was 14, was getting ready to board a plane for a trip home to San Diego, and understandably, she was upset. I hadn't belabored the whole plane disaster thing, but she knew. Of course, she knew her grandfather died in a commercial air disaster, and obviously, this was unsettling for her as she boarded for her first trip alone, and at the last minute, she decided she didn't want to fly. I assured her everything would be okay, and I meant it. But I was dying inside because I had my own issues, not the least of which was allowing her to go home without me. It absolutely tore me up. As she boarded, she handed me a letter, which I began to read once she was saddled in her seat. Then she texted me and finally called me, at which point I assured her there was no way anything was going to happen to her. Realistically, statistically speaking, how many people could I possibly know that would die in a plane crash or even have an emergency landing? And then I began to pray. And what happened next 
changed everything. Because it was at this point that my eyes were finally opened, and once that happened, I really began to see. As soon as I was finished praying, I looked up to see a full rainbow positioned over Kelsey's plane, still parked at the terminal, only over Kelsey's plane, and nothing else. There was no rain, no clouds, but a perfect full rainbow over the aircraft, as if someone had painted it there. Then I realized someone had at just the right moment. As I had started to pray, all of a sudden I was chilled and then warmed as a tingly sensation swept across every inch of my skin with an electrical charge. Like, I was chilled and warmed at the same time. How is that even possible? So I turned to the flight attendant next to me and said, look at that rainbow, as if to verify with another human that what I was seeing was real. Wow, she replied. So I boldly continued, my father was killed in a commercial plane crash and my daughter is on that plane. I think that rainbow's for me. She began to rub her hands up and down her arms and then told me she had goosebumps too. So you see, the atmosphere was charged. God was talking to me, reminding me his rainbows are still promises. I understood perfectly that moment I was not to worry about plane crashes again. He had once sent a rainbow to humanity, telling us he wouldn't flood the entire planet again. I had to believe he was telling me I'd not have to worry about another plane crash. At precisely the moment I was saying that very thing to Kelsey, that it couldn't happen again to me. Coincidence? No way. I've not been afraid to fly since. In fact, I love it. And I stopped having nightmares about planes falling on me after that. Again, could it have been a coincidence? Sure, but it wasn't. And if in testimony, many other rainbow stories followed. It's crazy. I opened my eyes to see and was granted better sight. Color sight. To speak color. Don't lose sight of the fact that truth produces light and light produces color. So, let's talk some truth in color. This podcast will serve two purposes. First, I'd like it to be a place where we come together to expose miracles, to highlight supernatural experiences, lest we lose sight of what God is still doing amidst our messy lives and in a world that often gets us down. Let's confirm what we know innately— that there is more beyond what we can see. Let's celebrate that. Secondly, let's claim ownership in our call to talk truth. Let's allow for our relevance restoration. In order to do that, we must understand truth. Embracing truth will equip us for sharing our stories, stories we were meant to tell for the encouragement of all. You were meant to see in supernatural color to do the impossible possible, to tell your story, to be relevant. You do know you were born for such a time as this, right? 
You were meant to be here now, in this place in all of history, in this moment, in this small slip of rapidly passing time on this tiny orbiting fraction of the universe. Your timing was perfectly planned. Your purpose was perfectly planned, just like you were perfectly planned. You know that more than likely, but have you ever really wrapped your mind around your timing here? It was precise. You were put here on this planet in the middle of all of this mess and equipped in the right way to do something about it. With all of time behind us and all of time before us, your arrival was not happenstance. You, my friend, have dynamic purpose. So dynamic, it's sacred. Which is why you are so relevant right now. No matter the season you find yourself in, whatever you are currently walking through, wherever you are in relation to time on this planet, you have been gifted with a supernatural, holy relevance so you may endeavor to fulfill that dynamic purpose. Regardless of how you feel about your relevance, you need to know this much. There has never been a better time to take responsibility for it. And to accept this. It's your time to shine in color and to speak it to. Let's stop failing to notice this has to happen, as well as that there are battles to be won. Because, believe it or not, there is always a force working against you that would like you to believe you shouldn't speak up. You shouldn't put yourself out there. You don't matter that what you have to say isn't important or impactful. That your testimony or your story is inconsequential. A force that opposes your significance wants to convince you that you've never been relevant, so you should just sit down and shut up and accept that you aren't special enough, smart enough, capable enough. Fill in the blank. Oh, you might feign it, but you're too young, too old, too fat, too thin, too short, too tall. You aren't attractive enough. Not fast enough, not in touch enough. You don't have the right words, the right charisma, the right vibe, the right friends, ugh, or the right social media numbers. You can't be a social influencer. You don't even want to be. But maybe you're hearing this and thinking, eh, that isn't me. I know what I have to contribute to the planet in this time. What I have to say is critical and people listen to me. I am completely confident and on top of the world. I am a social influencer and I am so relevant. Look at me. Well, that's fine. Until you're not. Egotism rarely proves profitable, but neither does self-doubt. It's a fine line. Let's talk about it. Let's embrace the truth, because you really were designed to be more than you've ever imagined for yourself. You were born to influence the world. This is your time to shine for our God. It's past time you recognize this, and it's high time you restore your relevance. It's also high time you were inspired. Why should you listen how will this podcast be any different than the countless messages you can choose from right now while you have your earbuds in or your car radio on? 
Your time is precious, whether you are listening while walking, driving, cooking, tuning out your kids, or whatever it is you are doing while tuning in. Like I said, perspective and truth. Knowing our Creator's truth will change everything. I'm counting on this podcast being a place for supernatural experience, a place where God shows up, a place where you can find empowerment to be all you can be, where sharing our stories here will affirm you so you can step out into your colorful calling in truth, so you can ignore the enemy's assaults on your thinking, on your purpose, and so you can ignore the deception that causes you to be less than you were meant to be. It will be about your restoration and relevance as determined by a God who never asks us to believe him blindly. We need to be trained to recognize the evidence. That's when we'll open up a treasure trove of affirmation. Let me say it again. Truth produces light. Light unveils truth. It also reveals color. Without light, there would be no color. And color changes things. It enhances monotone, paints what would be a bland existence into a multi-hued masterpiece, revealing an ever-changing world within a world. Color is a glimpse of things to come. It's symbolism of the unseen. It's the love of a creator God who is constantly providing signs and messages of his devotion. One who is always answering prayer, providing healing and loving in extraordinary, supernatural ways. Light shed also reveals your color, what you've been promised, what is on your palette to work with, how you will create with what you've been given. In order to know the truth of who you are, you must first understand who God is. Then you will be able to act affirmed. Then not only will you find your rainbows in the wilderness, you'll shine light for others to find theirs. Okay, a word about who I am and why I am qualified to do a podcast. Why I would even choose to do one. So, I am not qualified. But I am a broadcast news reporter. And my husband is colorblind. Literally. I have to sort his socks for him and put together his clothing on occasion. And I see rainbows. A lot. Anyway, I'm J.M. Huxley. Janet Huxley. Jan for short. It's what my teenage girls and their friends and some of my high school students call me. All of them watchers of the office. Not something I responded to in my youth, but it seems to fit now. I guess, as the name goes in that case, I'm a little quirky, but I hope I'm not too weird. And I do love candles, but that's where the similarities end. I'm an award-winning author, speaker, blogger, mom, and grandmother. The award-winning author part is still new to me, so it feels amazing to say that. My memoir, Milk and Honeyland, A Story of Grief, Grace, and Goats, was just published last year in 2019. Yeah, you weren't hearing things. The word goats is in the title. Admit it, that subtitle tripped you up a bit. Yeah, well, another subject for another day. I was a broadcast news reporter in San Diego, California, as well as an airborne traffic reporter, which is to say I flew over Southern California highways to report traffic conditions 
back in the 90s. Though I wasn't airborne at the time O.J. Simpson took his famous high-speed drive southbound on I-5, I was one of those broadcasters reporting the excitement live. It was an interesting time. I ended up transferring to the Kansas City area a decade later, and I've been here ever since. I moved to a farm, began homeschooling my kids, and that and a lot of other endeavors are best left for another day, especially since my now teenagers and young adults aren't always keen on my admitting what really goes on here. I am now doing broadcast news again for an independent radio station and teaching high school classes too, Brit Lit, American Lit, and World Views, and I absolutely love to write more than anything else. I'm also a Stephen minister, which is to say, I like to say I'm a good listener, and I am particularly fond of young adults. I founded and for three years led a young adults ministry called the Roaring Twenties, before handing the reins over to a very capable young woman at a Kansas City church. My heart will always be in young adult ministry. Relocating to Kansas from California changed me. I began taking note of the supernatural experiences I was having, enough to give them the credit they deserved. God was certainly doing his part to get my attention. My mantra became, expect a miracle every day. And when I do expect just that, God never disappoints. The thing about all of this is, when you experience the presence of God for real, you feel like you have to share him. Unlike that box of seized chocolate you keep hidden in the back of your vegetable drawer, God is dark chocolate you always have enough of to share. So here's where the relevance part comes in. You have a story to share as well. You are relevant. Let's explore that. At this time, Color Speak podcasts will run weekly on Fridays, averaging 30 minutes or so. I reserve the right to change that at any time. I'm sort of a free spirit when it comes to time, and I'm not saying that's always a good thing. It's what I'm shooting for now, anyway. A few disclaimers up front about what this podcast is not. This podcast is not a denominationally preferential platform. This place is not exclusive. This podcast is for women who love and follow Jesus— and for those curious about him, to come together to experience his realness and direction so that we may, each of us, be restored to the relevancy we were intended to have. This podcast is not a place of judgment or condemnation. It is a place of acceptance and affirmation. We all come from different conditions and circumstances. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. I will be the first to admit that I am a grand sinner, so you, no matter your background, will be in good company. Mine's pretty sordid. This podcast is not a forum for the empowerment of women through what the individual can do outside of a belief in a biblical God. This podcast is for women who know their strength comes from the one true triune God, master of all things, who sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to redeem humanity. If this isn't your vibe, that's okay. If you don't exactly identify as a person who follows Christ, I understand. I was once there. I just ask, if you are remotely curious, please stick around to listen a bit. You might be surprised. Jesus never disappoints. The truth is miracles are still happening today. 
Healing is still taking place. Broken people are still finding hope. Circumstances are supernaturally changing. The truth of miracles allows us to see God really is who he says he is. Someone who loved us enough to give himself to us. A masterful painter who spoke his creation into being, into color. Here, we will speak color too. Alrighty then, let's roll up our sleeves, or should I say, get those colorblind glasses on so we may see what we are doing and get to work. Welcome to Color Speak, my loves. Get ready for relevance restoration, social influence, and dynamic purpose. Get ready for some truth talk in color. <laughs> 